Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. If you didn't get a chance to hear Palm Sunday Sermon, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it either on our podcast sermon page, which might not quite be up yet, or to go back to the YouTube page or to our Facebook page. Because I mentioned that the story of Jesus is even a bigger story than any of us could ever possibly imagine. I talked about what it means to empty oneself out as a servant, as Jesus did in the Christ hymn in Philippians chapter 2. Jesus became a servant of all, healing, teaching, touching, restoring, feeding, caring, praying, eating with sinners, and all the rest. And we think we know this story. But as I considered the idea of Jesus walking probably well over a thousand miles during his ministry, I started thinking about how important it is to have clean feet. Looking through a historical lens, foot washing was as important as eating and sleeping. It was a part of daily life. In the ancient Near East, in the culture of Mesopotamia and ancient Egypt, people used water as a greeting of hospitality. In the Older Testament, foot washing was a form of purification prior to performing religious acts. In the ancient Greece, Odysseus washed in the ocean following the battle with Diomedes, then took a bath, washed his feet, then his feet were anointed in oil. Thank you, Homer. Grecian baths had smaller basins for the feet as well as bigger bathtubs. Feet were always the last to get an extra splash as one stepped out onto the street. The first takeaway for me is foot washing is a form of hospitality and a ritual used for purification. The second takeaway for me is Foot washing was the lowliest work performed by a slave, usually a female, to show male power. Now, back to the Bible. Did you know it was a luxury to wash one's feet at the end of the day? Do you remember the story of the persistent man asking for a loaf of bread? Let me in. I need some bread for my kids. Now that was... In Luke 11, did you know that the reason for the man inside the house for his reluctance was because after people washed their feet, they didn't want to get them dirty again by getting out of bed? Foot washing, you see, is sprinkled throughout the Bible, and it's a way of showing hospitality. But I didn't know this either, and I think this is pretty cool. It was also shared between husbands and wives as an honorable expression of love. Children also washed the feet of their father, not out of servitude, but out of love for their parent. So now we get to the rabbi and the 
pupils slash disciples. A few years ago, I, I preached this sermon on what does it mean to be covered in the dust of Rabbi Jesus, and that's always stuck next to me. In a nutshell, the disciple would follow and imitate and have the same mind as his rabbi, so much so that there is hardly a gap between them. The disciples washed the feet of their rabbi to show honor and respect. Do you remember there was a woman who washed Jesus' feet with her tears and then wiped them off with her hair? Contextually, as I mentioned before, a Jewish man would only receive this act of cleanliness from his wife or his own slave, and yet Jesus blessed her and rebuked Simon for not even providing water for him when he came to have supper at Simon's home. You see, hospitality in two directions. The woman to Jesus, Jesus to the woman. That's powerful. Now we come to the part of Monday, Thursday, when we see Jesus rising from the table, removing his clothes, girding up himself in a loincloth, does that sound familiar? And washing his disciples' feet. Another great reversal. And another moment when Peter doesn't quite get it. First, Peter refuses, maybe because he wasn't a strict follower of the Jewish customs. We, we don't really know why Peter had a fit over this. Jesus' response is something that we might overlook. If I don't wash you, you have no part of me. Peter then says, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head as well. And that's when the buzzer would go off in Jewish rituals because hands and head washing were reserved for priests. Hmm. What Jesus wanted the disciples to understand was, I am pouring myself out in service to you. Go and do likewise. And be of the same mind that I am showing you Create this space of grace and love and hospitality for all. And I want you to have a part of me, a bond that will never, ever be broken. What does it mean to have a part of Jesus? The bond between rabbi and disciple was strengthened. Origenes, in his commentary on the Gospel of St. John, wrote concerning the mystery of foot washing the following. Disciples should have a complete part in Jesus, since the Holy Spirit would dwell in them after foot washing. Through foot washing, they were prepared for the spreading of the Gospel because the promise within the Bible How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation. Huh. This feels like a sacrament because it echoes the sacraments. Go and do likewise. Go thereforth and baptize all people. 
The earthly element of water mixed by a command with Jesus, yet freely given. Jesus becoming a servant in order for all of us to follow in the dust of Rabbi Jesus, restoring relationship and bond between others, one person at a time, and being cleansed ourselves along the way. This feels like a sacrament because it echoes the sacrament that Jesus truly poured out upon his disciples during that Last Supper. The earthly elements of wheat and grapes with a command by Jesus again, freely given. This is my body, this is my blood, take and eat for the forgiveness of sin. One last reminder on this holy night. I believe that Jesus desires you to remember these three things. I'm pouring myself out in service to you. Go and do likewise. Be of the same mind that I am showing you. Create a space of grace and love, of hospitality for all. And I want you to have a part of me, a bond that will never ever, ever be broken. And for this good news, we can all say, thanks be to God. Amen.